0: Uh, it's a major week, the 149th Open, the Open Championship. We'll have a little discussion about that a little bit later on about if the Open or the British Open. We're gonna talk all things about it as the golf nerds reunite. Gonna be a fun one. Gonna talk a little bit of bets. We're gonna have a little uh, talk about where it's in Sandwich. Maybe a, a real special treat for you guys later on. Don't want to give that away yet. Uh, the golf guru, James Kearns, and the cat daddy, Adam Jarvis, will join me, and we'll talk all things about this Open Championship. We'll also continue to talk about just the mental approach to the game of golf and just kind of all the different things that, you know, we're all we're all golf nerds at heart, so that's what the theme of this is, but we're going to talk a lot about the Open this week and things that led up to it. Real excited to, to get it on this week, obviously, and it's going to be one for the books, op- always always if somebody gets to hoist that claret jug at the end of the week so you guys know what to do if it's in the morning grab the coffee fill style especially this week let's go fill or if it's an evening grab the drink and come on back and join us for the 149th open preview here on the porch
1: Some strong thunderstorms,
0: ooh, coming coming your way.
1: I guess so. Yeah, we we had a we had a couple uh, had a little storm there earlier. Wind gust up to forty miles per hour, forty miles per hour, and very heavy rainfall rates up to two inches per hour. Wow.
0: So that's, uh, when is this coming?
1: Just thirty four minutes.
0: Damn. <laughs> might have to call you in give you a siren out there on the course
1: dude that siren would definitely be going off
0: <laughs> dude
1: I I had one go off Saturday playing
0: we had one uh, out of Riviera
1: I had one go it off definitely be going
0: off so. yeah. dude what are you thinking man
1: that we about to get Pistoling, that's what i'm thinking <laughs> dude
0: old right. uh, old billy ho's getting a little uh, getting a little feisty about not being able to go out to the pubs did you guys see that
2: not what? be able to do what
0: old billy ho's getting feisty about not getting to go out to the club uh, out to the pubs down there
2: not not getting to go out to the pubs yeah i guess they're doing a whole um
0: a whole thing with like the RNA is like really like being real strict compared to what the PGA Tour's been. And I guess like England's like lifting all the restrictions. I think literally next week, so they've got to be all like cocooned up this week.
2: Gotcha. I did wow. see there was um a bunch of people having to withdraw.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Uh, both M Sunjay M and Seewu uh, Kim did it just. They, like, because if they medal in the Olympics, they don't have to go into the military. What is it now? <laughs> um, if if uh, Sun jae In and siwoo Kim, like if they medal in the Olympics, they don't have to do any military service.
2: So they just doing Olympic prep.
0: Yeah, they're just doing Olympic prep. They're like they're like the hell with uh, trying to win the open. Like I don't want to serve for Kim Jong Un. Like no I'll go against Kim Jong Un time in my life. Like I don't blame them.
2: Yeah, they're they're definitely not from North Korea. They're definitely South Korea. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. still, they have me. I wouldn't want
0: to be in the military because you got to get against that bastard.
2: Just imagine, like, you know, you've got uh, a five foot putt downhill breaking away from you, and on top of the hundreds of thousands of dollars it's worth, it's also worth the next like two years of your life.
0: course, not having to go, go up go up near that wall anytime soon, I'd uh, I'd probably be going to going up reading those greens for like a year in advance if I was them.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. It does not sound like Tokyo is a fun place to be right now. It sounds like they've got COVID outbreak <laughs> two on their hands.
0: Oh, really? Is this the is this the Delta strain?
2: I guess I don't really know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's probably not even that bad. It's just that's what they tell you on the stupid news.
0: That's what I was going to say, Jarv. What, uh, what media were you listening to when you heard this?
2: Um, honestly, I think it was hearsay. My dad was telling me about it when we were playing golf down there. So, yeah. uh, who knows? Hey, it, if dad was telling me, it's probably Fox
1: News. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, what what propaganda?
0: Which, which, set, which set of propaganda? Well, um... Guys, let's uh, let's go ahead and take two off the first tee. I think we're already kind of getting into it a little bit, but it's been a minute since we've all come out here and kind of talked a little bit about what's going on in the world of golf and uh, what three straight tournaments after the U.S. Open and ROM winning where we had crazy, crazy like compacted leaderboards and then a couple of marathon playoff finishes. It was pretty exciting to watch leading up into this uh, the Open Championship. Uh,
1: absolutely it was wild the one that uh, Troy Merritt and Walking Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman and the guy who ended up winning I can't think of his name right this second sorry Cameron Davis Cameron Davis yeah you're correct because,
0: because he's an Aussie and it was like I was sitting out there with dad and he was like I thought Cam da- I thought he had long hair and I'm like no that's Cam Smith and it's like okay
2: you know, I could see where that'd be confusing a bunch of Aussie Camerons yeah but- the Aussie, the Aussie, the, the Camerons running around out there. Uh,
1: but it's just wild that Joaquin Neiman didn't have a single bogey through 72 holes and then bogeys the first playoff hole.
0: And, and didn't, didn't it have like a, like, the shot he hit in there was like almost, it was cruel, like, how he ended up kind of getting into that position to bogey that hole, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, like, he just, he hit it a little long and you couldn't be long.
0: And I think 70, he goes 72 holes, no, no bones. And then chance to win it right there, bogey right off the shoot, And I think Neiman, I mean, Neiman would have been the favorite, I think, had he been able to advance past that hole. He was playing the best.
1: It's wild that you go 70. That's,
2: that's exactly (laughs) what I was getting ready to say, Skeet. Like, can you wrap your head around 72 holes, like four consecutive rounds of like championship golf? Without making a single bogey, no. Darn, I, I mean, my head
0: around four consecutive holes without a bogey. I head. can't
2: go nine. Yeah. nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I've never had a a bogey free eighteen holes. I mean, and yeah, I had like a bogey free round through like 15, 16, something like that. And honestly, didn't even realize it. Like I thought I was playing good, but like didn't even like really realize that I just had made all pars. I guess. And then as soon as I realized it, my ass was tight. And then the very next hole, I mean, like, literally, if I realized on 15, oh, well, I haven't made a bogey yet. Then 16, I probably tripled. Like, I don't remember exactly what it was. But I I do remember literally the moment I found out, the very next hole, like, shanked the drive into the woods and just, oh, here comes the blow up.
1: 100%. I mean, that's only a matter.
0: It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, right?
1: (laughs) No, it's just a matter of, like, putting that thought into your head of, like, instead of, like, just focusing on the next shot, like the shot at hand and not thinking about a score or anything of that, you thought about, oh, I'm bogey-free, like, so forth and yeah. so on. Then, like, Yeah, up to that point, you're just
2: hanging out, playing golf with your buddy, just out, you know, I don't know, we were in college, that's when we were playing a lot of golf, so probably not in uh, single care in the world. And then, yeah, the moment I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm even, and have yet to make a bogey, it's like, all right, well, we're, we're screwed now. We're not going to zone that one out.
0: Right, right. It's, it's, in, you get it. I think every extreme, and it goes to every extreme of, of golf. Like if you think you're going to break certain score, you start thinking about it. Of course, you're going to blow up. If you, oh, yeah. you're coming up to a hole and you think you got a chance to eagle or birdie, you, you tighten up around the green sometimes. It's just the mental side of golf is so wild, but for Neiman to have had 72 consecutive holes without one. And then it's almost like maybe he got in his head thinking he was going to had a chance to win it maybe before he didn't really think that. And then that got in his head and, and gets the bogey. It's like, it's, it's wild to think that that's kind of how it works though. Most of the time in golf, especially
1: hundred yeah. percent. I mean, the other day I, I could have finished like seven consecutive pars or, or second, seven consecutive fours or something like that. And as soon as I thought that like hit, hit a terrible shot, uh, and it's just like, why do you even think that thought?
2: Yeah, it. it people Blame that think
1: that the rain got here a little quicker.
0: Oh, the the horns already blowing in on anybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the mental yeah. thing is is like the number one thing that like non golfers or like casual golfers like don't understand when it comes to like like trying to play good golf. Like if you're actually trying to like grind and and not even grind just like as soon as you realize you have a round going or as soon as if you're in a tournament, you realize you're in contention or like as soon as you start thinking about your score, being able to immediately stop thinking about that and only think about the next shot, like you have to just control your brain so much and yep. like it's just I don't know they talked about Bubba Watson one time, and he had to like you know. He ran through a bunch of different caddies, and he's finally with Ted Scott now, and they've been together for a while. But um, his biggest thing was, you know, he's an excellent golfer. Obviously, he hits the ball a ton. Great eye-hand coordination. He's a freak athlete. But they described his brain as like he had a Ferrari brain with um, like huffy brakes on it. It's like you know he just was overthinking everything, was constantly in his head, had eight thousand thoughts in his head, and and it wasn't until they could like kind of talk him off the ledge a little bit that. He started to play really good golf and settled down with one caddy. And supposedly, he's still kind of a dick, but you know, at least he's a dick that's not mental now.
0: Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll take that, you know. he need, need Bubba to be in his, right, in his right mind. Speaking of, he's actually one of the ones that had to withdraw. He um, is,
2: along with a deckie
0: as well. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. two former Master
2: Champs are not going to be in the field this and most recently, another Masters champ, Zach Johnson, and a, a former Open champ.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's you fine. know, a couple of experienced guys that are no longer going to be in the field, it's like kind of – it makes it a little bit easier to, you know, knowing knowing that uh, that, that Bubba and, and, and some of those guys are gone. You know, it's – especially Hideki, the way he played at the Masters this year. And Bubba had really been playing pretty good golf, and you think about – the little stretch we were talking about there right before Bubba was in contention at both the travelers and and at the um, and it's safety me now the other tournaments that um, the tournament that we had the playoffs off in um, but he was in both of those in, in contention on Sunday in both of those tournaments so for him not to be around you know it's a tough blow for Bubba um, but he, he was doing well but um you know when Higo got that win though as well thought that was a huge Huge little little boost for him, and then that playoff with with Hickok and, and Harris English talking about the mental side of golfing, mean, those two guys that driving what they cool. did for eight holes that was a sensation.
2: Yeah, that was cool. I mean after after playing seventy two to go out and basically play another you know nine and, and a really stressful golf. I mean, not just like you know another eight normal holes, but I mean tr- truly sudden death like. I don't know how you you aren't just exhausted after that, mentally. I mean, physically and, and mentally. It,
0: and think about it, too. They were playing the same holes pretty much consecutively over and over and over again. And neither one of them were playing them all that well. They just kept grinding for parts. Like, it wasn't like, you know, they were out there, you know, throwing darts in on them. I mean, half the time it felt like one of them was on a hill. The other one was behind the hole. They were having to, you know, make difficult shots just to save parts. And they kept doing it. Um and then finally, Harris English won. Like story on that, guys. I mean, I'm playing, playing a, playing a nine myself on uh, Sunday night, and I thought, you know, we'll turn this on for a hole or two. We'll see who wins, and hopefully, you know, Harris English wins, and I can collect a little, a little dollars on the side there. And I kept lasting, kept, kept going, and kept going, and we actually finished our nine as they were finishing theirs. Up, it was kind of like, it was wild, you know, two of them, and and all the pressure and all the world and all that, and he had three three just you know regular joes hacking it up at big ben on a sunday but we're both playing all everyone's playing the game they love so was kind of a fun little uh interesting dichotomy between the two two rounds i had going that day it's fun though when you're out there and you're playing and then it's also going on at the same time like oh yeah you know kind of kind of golden hour golf on a sunday
2: and that, and that playoffs going on you know oh, it's it's the just, best hey, it. The, <laughs> the best is so i've got an ipad for work and i hope you know, none of the 30 people that are going to listen to this podcast are from my employer. But it's got like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the iPad got like cellular so you can stream out on the course. And there was a time um, probably back in college again, that's whenever, you know, there was no responsibility and I could play golf all the time, but we had, it was during the Masters, So we had the masters on the iPad and the golf cart and then we're also out playing while it was going on. And it's like just the absolute best situation. I mean, like Nirvana uh,
1: almost. Yeah, it is.
2: I mean, did you get, you give me like a nice, you know, sunny April day where it's like probably not too hot, not too cold. Cause I mean, April's like ideal around here. And then you have the masters on in the background, which is like the kickoff to the golf season. And it's like, you know, just unless it's, in the, you know, the stupid fall or something, but um, yeah, it's like the masters, the, the going- kickoff. We, we cutting out, or is that just? I,
0: mean? Yeah, I think Jamie's going to go robo, robo on this there. Hopefully, we can get him out. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if that you were in the same thing too, Jarv. There, um, I was. I
2: think what he was talking about though is the fact that, <laughs> that we were, we're playing to play in December in January.
1: and
2: January. <laughs> yeah, literally, would have to go out there and, and move snow off the tee boxes. There was a couple of tee boxes, like the course would be open. But those tee boxes would be kind of shaded. You know, they'd be covered by trees and stuff. So they were the last ones to have the snow melted off. So the rest of the course would be open. And then you'd go back to the tee box. And you'd literally <laughs> have to move snow out of the way to find a place to, to tee off from.
0: You were um, playing from uh, the pits those days,
2: for sure. Back then I was. Uh, today, I'm, you know, I, I can't even call myself a weekend warrior anymore. Um, it, it's it was back. It'll
0: come back, business. Jarf. It'll come back.
2: It will. Um I it, it was funny, that those snow rounds we used to play, there was one green at, at Sugarwood, the 16th green, and it would get less sun than all the rest of them. So the you know rest of the greens would be thawed out, and they'd be really kind of wet and slow. But then you'd hit like a big high wedge. It's kind of a short par 416 is. So you'd have you know something lofted in your hands, and you'd hit some big high shot into it, and then it would hit the green, and the green would be frozen because it was the only one that hadn't thawed out yet. And it was like your Perfect. ball landed landed on concrete, man. It just shot straight up in the air. It's like well, all up, right, huh? uh,
0: and, and up there by the up there by the railroad tracks as well, correct? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. Well, and and have to know to do that mid round too. It'd be pretty wild. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, we we're talking there. Um, and hopefully, we can get Jamie back there for, for for some more of this. But you know, we're talking about the majors and how you kind of. Like in Augusta in, in the spring, the 70 degree days, Nirvana being out there on the golf course. If we had to pick one major and only one major, and, and that was the one that you were going to win, as this is the fourth and final one of the year, which one are you taking as the one that you have to have as a major champion? You only get one. Are you taking so, Augusta?
2: So you're saying I, I, I'm going to win one major. I can only win one. Which one am I picking? You can only win one. Yeah, it's Augusta. I mean, hands down.
0: Does it, does it change if you say you're only going to win – you're going to win a major, but you can win it twice? But you're only going to – you're going to win that same major championship twice. Is it still going to be Augusta?
2: Yeah. Give me – would be a two-time Masters champ all day. Um, yeah. You could tell me that I could win – I could win one major at Augusta. I could win one Masters, or I could win – three majors I could win the US the PGA and the see I don't know if I want to do that I was going to say I would take the masters over winning the other three but if I had three and only knew the masters for the career grand slam man it'd be cool to be a three-time major champ I mean that is something only a few can say so I don't even
0: without having the masters
2: yeah I don't know if I'd make that deal or not part part of me says Uh yes just because I mean to have a green jacket to be at the, the champions dinner to go year after year and and you know be able you to on a uh, lot, just be there i mean that would be incredible but yeah if you told me i could win a us a pga and an open like maybe i'd trade three for one i don't know i think i would trade three for one yeah i think i might i, I hate to say that because i mean I, I, in my opinion winning the masters is like the coolest thing on the planet i mean that's just like yeah i don't know it's like how how it ground it's it's you know Lead, and it probably is because it's the first major of the year. So, like, leading up to <laughs> it, you know, the weather's it's also warm, the one where it's warm. played
0: the same all the time. I mean, we know Augusta more than we know any other court.
2: I mean, exactly. it's yeah, it every
0: it's, year, and it is the biggest kickoff to major championship so season so every year. I mean,
2: you, you start seeing the commercials with the little piano play, and then Scott Van Pelt wow. comes on, and, and you see you know, the magnolias, and, like, oh, dude, it's just – it's such a cool PM thing. When you
0: start right. rolling that out, that George, those Georgia ads around bowl, bowl season, you're just like, yep, I'm ready for it now. Let's go. You know? Yeah, because like, they start
2: rolling out the ads and it's still gray and nasty and, like, it's still wintertime. And, like, you just see this little peak of, like, green, pink, sunshine, amazingness. And you're like, oh, yeah, I need that in my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I mean, I still I still think I'm taking winning all three of, all three of them and not having – not having a Masters Championship. So, and I think if I'm picking one, jar, I think I'm taking the U.S. Open, though, as oh, the yeah. one that or, if I can only win one, I'd want to win that one just because of the grind that it is to win that championship.
2: I mean, it's that would be my number two, hands down. Um, and then honestly, probably PGA, PGA would be last. I'd probably do the Open and then PGA fourth. But yeah, I mean I, I could see how you could make a case for the US Open. Um you know, it, it's notoriously the most difficult round of golf they'll play, you know, all year. It it beats you up. It's where you see these pros go out and shoot in the eighties and like if you can be the one guy that keeps it down around par, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um mm-hmm. you yeah. uh, know. plus as an American to win the US Open, okay, that's cool. Like there's something to be said about that. Um I would agree with that. And also the weekend that it is, Father's Day weekend, I think that's always a pretty cool, uh,
0: pretty cool Very deal to cool. go with that. Although I will say, or um, I will say, I think that the the PGA is becoming, is definitely moving up the ladder in in my book. I mean, because it, it seems to always have drama and seems to be insane um, with the finishes, especially lately.
2: Yeah, I- I think, you know, just the way things are trending with, with close finishes, with these big playoffs, with everything else, you know, a little bit of drama leading up to it just with the withdrawals. And it's always funky whenever you, as an American, go and, you know, have to kind of see the RNA all over the place. And I don't know, it does feel just kind of like old school golf when you go back to the Open Championship or the British Dude. Open. That's, I still it like does,
0: yeah, you know, yeah, no one else will allow us to call it that. You know, we're not allowed to call it the British Open anymore, Jarvis. It's unbelievable how they've – it seems they've just kind of distorted it. I feel like we used to hear that all the time, and then, like, within, like, the last five years, it's just become
2: the Open, the Open, the Open, the Open, like, yeah, hammered, I
0: don't know. hammered down into people's skulls.
2: I, I don't know why that is – I mean, why, why is that big push – for that, but no, no, no.
0: <laughs> there really is a big push for
2: that. Hello? Yeah, there really is. He's back. <laughs> He's
0: hey, back. We're back. Let's go. We were uh, them just calling it the Open all the time.
1: I get it, I guess, but if we're gonna call it the Open Championship, then stop sticking to only British and Scottish courses. Like, go to Japan. Go to Africa. Go to France. Like, be an open championship. Otherwise, I'm calling you to the British Open.
2: Well, they'll never do that because wouldn't that then go out of the RNA's control? Then go.
1: I mean, who runs the rest of it? The European Tour? I, I don't know. That's what I was going to ask. I, I, I don't know who governs world golf. I mean,
0: is there anyone that really governs it? There, Not my
2: knowledge. there has to be some sort of governing body, or is it just all all USGA and RNA, and they just kind of cover everything? I mean, I,
0: I think, who I who think runs, probably an Asian delegation as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I was about to say. Like, who runs, like, the, like, Race to, race to Dubai when, like, they're in Dubai? Is that the European tour?
2: Race to Dubai is the European tour, I think.
0: Yeah, because they kept talking about that Rolex series this weekend with the Scottish Open, which is actually a really good watch. I wish I
2: would kinda have watched that Kind of
0: got you, kind of got you geared up for uh, this weekend. It was kind of gray. It was raining on Sunday. It was, it was interesting.
2: Yeah, if awesome. I was, if I was, PGA, was pretty I was, good. If I was a PGA player, I would definitely go play in that as like a warm up for it. I mean, I know people have in the past, and it hasn't necessarily panned out, but like. I just feel like playing that, you know, kind of link-style golf has to help you more than playing the John Deere.
1: Not only that, but you're used to the jet lag.
0: Yeah. I would almost say the serious contenders are the guys that are over there, or if not playing, at least playing some type of golf uh, this past weekend. And then the ones that are, you know, unfortunately, let's call it as is, the guys are, you know, pretenders are the guys that are playing in the John Deere, hoping to get that invite, hoping to win that, hoping to get that spot with winning the tournament. I don't think if you're in the, the Open, typically, you're going to end up playing um, in the Deere the week before.
1: Uh, the, no, only, probably... the only people who have, like, done well, I feel like, are Jordan Spieth and maybe Zach Johnson.
2: Yeah. Or maybe yeah, Str-
0: Stricker will probably play it, too,
1: back in the day, obviously. That's,
2: that's his uh, Str- Stricker, he was his the king thing. of the John Deere.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, being be his home state, and yeah, he he wanted to win that, and you could tell the deer meant a little more to him.
2: Man, I wish Stricker was playing in in this year's Open. I mean, I know he's old now, but if there was ever like a major course that would give him a shot, like he's an extremely straight hitter, his short game is impeccable, he's a good putter. Like this isn't a long hitter's golf course; it's going to be someone who can keep it in play. Um, I, I don't know; it, it would have set up well for for. Yeah. him to maybe maybe get his first major. I mean, it would have been a crazy long shot, but, like, how cool would that have been? It's also a bummer about Zach Johnson. I think he could have played really well here. Plus, he's already an yeah. open champ in the past. But, I mean, you know, again, a course that doesn't necessarily favor long hitters. Okay, now it opens it up to a lot more.
0: Being good in scrambling, driving distance, making some putts, those are the guys that are going to win.
2: Yeah, and it's also going to be guys who can – can keep it together when they get, you know, the, the proverbial good shot that gets a bad break. You know, the fairways aren't always fair type deal because there's like, you know, just kind of mounds and like little rolling hills all over the course. And you can hit a good ball that lands in the fairway, but hits the side of a hill and, you know, jets 40 yards left off path. And it's like, all right, you hit a good shot. Now you got going to be able to bounce back and salvage it and try to scramble apart. But like, you, you know, you mentioned Bubba getting, it happened to withdraw he wouldn't have had a shot this week. I mean, I would have bet on him to miss the cut probably just because, A, he's kind of a long hitter that sprays it a little bit, and, B, he'd hit a good shot. It would hit a, a hill, you know, go over into the gallery, and he would have probably lost a shit. So, uh, it's probably okay, even though he's been playing good, that he ain't and missing not much. Yeah.
0: You, know, you know a guy who I, I think, speaking about kind of first, winning his first major, being – feeling right, kind of, would, would be less, Lee Westwood. Like, he's played well this year. This feels like a course that he could play well on. I, I could see him maybe coming out here and in, in shocking the world and winning that first major. Darren Clark won here, you know, winning his first a long time ago. Um, I don't know. And it seems like, you know, the, the Brits and the guys from across the pond seem to to have a little bit something extra for this one as compared to even to the Americans. And I think it's the same for us in the U.S. Open. It's just the way it is. Yeah, probably.
2: And Westwood, I mean, he he's definitely probably a good pick this week to win his first. I mean, Phil showed us earliest, earlier this year that old guys can do it. You mentioned Darren Clark. He was had to be in his 40s whenever he wanted back, whenever that was, 2009, 2011, whenever that was. Um, you know, so if there's any serendipity there, okay, you got another – Old, well-known Englishman winning his first major at Royal St. George in his forties. Like, yeah, that, that's definitely
1: a storyline they would love to run with. Ooh, on, on that line of thinking, would a Stewie Stewie Sink be sneaky this week? Has already won one. Older, been like,
2: man, you are are getting ahead of me, but he is a hundred percent one that I've got. Um. He's 150-1 to one to win it, but plus 450 for a top 20. I like that bet.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. Yeah, yeah
2: I like the still Steel sink top 20. For 450, that's a pretty good price, too. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you know, he's old. He could also miss the cut. But, I mean, he has played good this year. He won earlier this year. He won twice this year. He's won twice this year, even better. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Um you, Yeah, I like it. I like, that
0: I like it. I like it. Now is he is he having his son caddy for him again I hope so. Him? Yeah. I mean that always adds something to it. Be pretty
2: yeah, cool. it. If so, I like that bet even more.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I
2: you, you know another guy though who
0: we're kind of kind of moving off the old the older um more distinguished players in the field. But uh what about your boy Abraham Anson? I feel like this is a place that he could do pretty well at.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, he, he was one we talked about at the PGA just because he's such a straight hitter and he keeps it low, which in a really linksy-style course, that plays pretty darn well. Um, he played last week he in the Scottish, too, didn't he? How did he do in the Scottish last week? I, I thought I saw his name kind of up there somewhere. I could be making that up.
0: I I'll, I'll take a look at the Scottish results. I don't I don't remember I don't remember it, Jarv, but I don't
2: I'm not necessarily saying that. I could be making know. that up. Y'all can ignore me.
1: I think we can just look real quick. getting
0: me answer here. I'm I'm pulling it.
1: I'm trying to find it.
0: I think I'd be able to see the Mexico Mexico flag pretty distinctly.
2: Yeah, I must have made that up because he's not in the top 30.
1: Yeah, he's not. In yeah, major. so ignore that.
0: Hey, you, you were just seeing a vision of what he's going to do this week. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah,
2: I don't know about that. But, did uh, I say the Scottish Open? I meant the British Open. I, yeah, yeah. Shit, the Open.
0: You, you meant you meant the Royal, Royal St. George, not the uh, the old Renaissance Club there. Polter played pretty well, though, this past weekend.
1: Polter um, un- did? Unfortunately,
2: yeah. See, you say unfortunately, it's funny. I was literally talking about this this past week with my dad, and we we're playing golf. Um, Poulter has grown on me. I, I dare I say I'm a Poulter fan, I feel like you oh, can't build, build
0: the case, but but, uh, but I think I think I know where you might go with it, and I think I might might agree with you. If, if you persuade. So,
2: okay, well, like, why do you hate Poulter because he's pompous, he tells you how, how rich he is, he exactly. You know, seems seems arrogant um but it it, it, is dumb as it sounds ever since i started following him on on like instagram years ago he's he's fun on there he interacts with his fans he's an you know extremely good dad and family man like i I don't know just following him on on social media as pompous and rich and and arrogant as he is he comes across just like a regular joe somehow which he's not but like yeah, he's a regular Joe with his his freaking Ferrari. Ferrari. Ferrari, Ferrari museum in his <laughs> garage. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he's absolutely growing on me. He'll, you know, it, whenever he posts something on Instagram, people go on there comment, and you know, there's a million people on there just trying to rip him. Um, but then he'll go back there and like throw some jabs back at him and stuff. I don't know. Have to I, fun I with know. those people. I like. Yeah, it, I think he kind of knows how he's perceived, and he plays into it a little bit now. So he he. You know, well, it's also the of, Ryder Cup.
0: I mean, let's be honest: the Ryder Cup is a huge part of why it is the way it is for him over here in America, where where he plays a good bit of his golf as well. You know, granted green. I think it's worldwide too, Jar, But Ryder Cup definitely plays into some of that hatred and that pompousness that some people feel toward him. So if absolutely, you take that out, does maybe you don't feel the same way, you know?
2: Uh, absolutely, but you know, okay. So, as an American, yeah, you you hate that he's. You know, kind of the adversary there, but you got to respect the fact that he gets pumped up to play for his country. I mean, I, oh heck yeah, I, I
0: like <laughs> or that. his or his, or his his delegation
2: because yeah,
0: he wants to yeah. go beat us, he wants to beat America, America. Hey, you know though, on, on that note, um, with with Poulter, I mean, he played extremely well. He'd have some really, really nice juice, I would imagine, um, to win this thing. And and I, is the course, and is kind of the major of all of them that an older guy who doesn't hit it as who doesn't hit it as far, you like their chances a little bit more in this championship on these links courses than just about any other place they play major championships
2: at. Absolutely, um, yeah. Looking at Poulter now, he's Uh, on my book, he's got 8,000 to win. Um, top five would be plus 1200 top 10 plus 600. A little top 10 action wouldn't be bad there. Uh, Once again, I'm going to go with the Patrick Reed in Poulter, low rounds of the tournament bet. Uh, One of those guys is going to go out on, on Sunday morning when they're out of contention and just, you know, fire a 65, um, at the PGA, the old P. Reed bet paid off. Now, granted, he, he tied for the low round with like five other people, so the payout wasn't near what it should have been. But still, made money. Mm-hmm. Ties, pay. Ties, yep. pay. Who, who had that top lefty bet? Uh, I don't know. I put – It was my boy Brian I had really so boy. That wasn't happening. Was it Brian Harmon? It was. <laughs> what do you think about him this week?
1: Uh, I mean – the same thing we've talked about the whole time of being short and hitting it straight. Like, that's, uh, that fits his game to a <laughs> T. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Interesting. You talk about the rest of that group, right? With Harmon, Brendan Todd, Chris Kirk, and Kevin Kisner all in the game, game number 25, as they like to call it over there, eleven thirty 30 key times uh, locally. Man, all four of those guys play similar types of, of game and You know, if you talk about Harmon, is Kisner a guy who could win here? He played pretty well there. Couple Kisner's breaking out, you know, appearance and and to win a major championship. Does he have that kind of game to do it?
2: I think he's definitely got the game. Um, It it always seems like it ain't no hobby. Um, Yeah, I mean, there can't be a cooler guy to just have a beer with, right? Like he just seems like he's such a good old boy. Um, 100%. His mm-hmm. thing, it always seems like he's, like, you know, never around one leader, but always somewhere <laughs> up there. And then like, somewhere, maybe Friday, he'll go out and have a good round. And then you see his name pop up on the leaderboard a little bit. And then he kind of dis- earlier right? over the weekend.
0: The contention side.
2: When, when he, it starts creeping
0: in his head, he, he somehow he short-circuits on it. Yeah, reason. it
2: might be that. I mean, he, remember he – at the PGA championship when Justin Thomas won at, what was that Quill Hollow? Um, mm-hmm. Kis- Kisner was, I think he finished second. In that he was like the only one that, you know, was in a position to beat him. And he kept it together for, you know, four rounds then. I mean, he, he obviously didn't close it out, but like still, I think he finished second, maybe outright second. Um, but since then, I mean, I don't know that you've seen his name on Sunday very much, but you see his name a lot you know, Friday and Saturday. Um, I don't know. Would love it if Kisner would win, though. I mean, I didn't have him written down as one of the people to bet on, but, like, I feel like every time I see his name on there, I'm just like, yeah, I'll throw five on Kisner because it's Kisner.
0: Maybe worth it.
2: What about, nothing you know, else. I mean, just, like, pulling for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, in, in, I mean, brought up that point, Jarv, about how he hasn't really been there. I mean, he, he's kind of – every time he gets close to creeping in, on a Sunday, or you think you might have a chance with him, something ends up happening and he ends up, you know, not being able to, to pull through. And same thing I believe with the Travelers. He was doing pretty well and then all of a sudden just kind of got in his own way on, um, on Sunday. You know, one Sunday. Uh, would be awesome to see Kisner uh, pull one off and to get that championship. You know, our boy TFF not been playing well. Do we think maybe he? has any opportunity to win over here um, paired with Sam Morgan uh, and right before Ryan, Ryan Palmer
2: and John Rahm. So Ryan Palmer also withdrew today. Uh, he ah. had a back injury or something like that I saw. Um, yeah, I, I looked at that earlier. Um, so you were talking about who, though? Uh, TFF. Oh, of, TFF. You know. I don't know. I mean, does this I don't know what course sets up well for him. He just <laughs> Yeah, I, I have no idea. I, it's, it's TFF. He'll go out there and he'll be around 1 leader. He'll he'll you know probably be one or two going into the weekend and then who knows. He'll, as soon as one of us dumps money on him, he'll he'll find a way to just fall back. But then you'll find yourself sitting there on Sunday going TFF.
0: TFF. TFF. It's it's also funny, you talk about all these withdrawals. A lot of these a lot of these pairings are getting switched up drastically. Like the Bryson's by himself right now. Like two of his guys have dropped out. Like there's a number of guys right now that don't have a playing partner. Um Riku Hoshino. I don't know if that's even close to being right. Um, and another Japanese guy, they're both. Or is that could do to COVID protocols? Like these tea times are wild every
2: and it sounds like the RNA is being way more strict with with the COVID protocols and with the COVID testing. And it sounds like you know, even going out to the the pubs over there, after she around, is a no no now. Um, Horshel pissed about it. He was pissed. Well, was always pissed about something, didn't he?
0: <laughs> he kind of looks like uh, he kind of looks um, very Christian Bale esque in American uh, American. How
1: American? I American
2: Psycho?
0: American Psycho. Does he not kind of remind you
2: of that character?
0: Just a little bit?
2: 100%. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Um, I
0: don't know. I mean, I you
2: know,
0: hate to throw Billy Ho under the bus like
2: that, but... He does kind of look like in Christian Bale. you that. that.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, obviously, he's disappointed about it. So, I mean, back to the back to post <laughs> about the pairings and how they're all kind of screwed up. But you got a lot of these that I mean, they may even have like four going off at one time and then you've got other other ones that are like only have one. It's just like this is kind of a uh, interesting interesting kind of setup for this. Um, which I think begs the question about when you get to go out on the course is obviously gonna play a huge, huge advantage into um into how you play. And in that grouping with Billy Horschel, you have Will Zalatorz, um, you know, Happy's caddy. Scotty Scheffler, who is my sleeper to win. And then Sam Burns, who played pretty well over in Scotland. I think that's a pretty interesting group to have a look at on
1: uh, Thursday morning at 8.20. Mm, there might be a first-round leader out of that group. He said, I, I, Burns for like the, I like the
2: Scotty Scheffler bet. And I'm still pulling for Zalatoris just to get a W so he can stick around. <laughs> Same.
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan sponsors
0: exemption every event next year
2: yeah uh, hey, so how how is you mentioned like you know obviously different weather conditions going on a.m versus p.m and whatnot but this isn't like you know out in the middle of you know the scottish ocean or anything like that i mean it, it's just outside london so is the weather still going to be your typical british open I, I don't remember how it was whenever derek darren clark won years ago it, yeah it, you know is it still crazy or is it a little bit more tame.
1: No, it's right on the it's right on the ocean. Like there's no trees or anything to block the wind
2: over there in Sandwich, 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 England. You know, it's funny. That's a good segue because I actually saw that it was in in Sandwich, and as such, have some bets based on sandwiches.
0: <laughs> okay, let's hear this. Let's hear this.
2: Yeah. All right. Okay. So. Let us see, get it, lettuce. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of terrible puns here, but I'm a dad now. It's what I do. Uh, so let us see. <laughs> the lap, which, the Yeah, which golfer will be LT on top? And, uh, you know, hoist the cleric jug at the end at the golf club. Another sandwich, in case you didn't know.
0: Club, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. So your first sandwich is this is an obvious one Daniel Burger. Burgers are sandwiches. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on Daniel Berger? I like – there's not a lot of juice on it, but plus 160 plus 165 for a top 20. Kind of a dry uh, burger,
0: Jarv, you're saying?
2: I, I think that might be kind of a dry burger just because, like, there's not enough juice to really get a big rate of return to take the risk on a top 20. And, like, yeah, he could go out and win the thing, and he could also miss the cut. Uh, yeah, I just – you, you know. know. I don't have the
0: vibes right now with DD straight vibes.
2: I don't either. I don't have the vibes. I wanted to to put him on here because he's named after a sandwich and a tin sandwich, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm 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 iffy on Daniel Burger. That's you. it. A better burger bet that I like would be Barn Weissburger. Um and he is plus two twenty five for a top forty.
1: And I kinda like that. For a top forty?
2: Top, 40? top forty plus
1: two twenty five. Yeah. That's worth 100%. it. no doubt.
2: I, I like that I'll bet be... as well.
0: I'll throw some wees cheese on that burger.
2: That's, yeah. 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 Um, again, that was, that was burger. We're in sandwich. <laughs> All right. So another another type of sandwich. This one's you know less burger. Uh, what about a grilled cheese reevee? Ooh. Uh, Ooh. What what is the bet? Uh, be another top forty plus three thirty. I like the worst wees burger bet better, but again, his his name's cheese. I
1: don't know. I think oh. I might like this.
2: Or a picture too. Dark. I like it. All right. So we got, we're in agreement on on burned burger, top forty, grilled cheese reeve top forty. Uh, so <laughs> let me ask you this: It's called a grilled cheese, but do you cook it on the grill? Because if so, you could be the Emiliano Grillo. Oh man, that
0: was next level.
2: <laughs> he is plus 275 for a top 40. I'm, I would take that. You like that top one? Top 40 like
0: feels one. right for any of these guys. At, at, at
2: yeah, that kind of you, you, you hey, can I literally know. make a case but, top 40 for any of these. And, and, in fact, I'm thinking about just spreading a lot of top 40 bets up there and seeing what happens because, yeah, you know, a, a few like, of them might hit. Get a um, lot of return. Yeah. So, if you don't cook your grilled cheese on a grill, you probably – fried up in a CT pan.
0: Oh, <sighs> in a CT pan. All right, all right. In a CT pan
2: or a CT pan? A CT pan would be a <laughs> plus 400 for a top 40. I'll be honest. I'm not sold on that one.
1: Yeah, I'd have to go look at his, like, latest results and, like, I have no idea on that one. <sighs> He's yeah, probably prepared for the Olympics.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that one. Um. Well, but his name was Pan. Let's put
1: it this way, he missed the cut at the John Deere.
2: Yeah, that's not Ooh. a good. Uh, good but a good you know, he's probably band, probably, guys. Okay, he
1: was probably just focused on on the Open already. I mean, he shot three under and missed the cut. Like he
2: just wanted tough. to see those awesome T boxes they have. there. Yeah. yeah, the cool little tractors. He was—he's a fan <laughs> of tractors. Um, is that why you got the right, deer? So, so you—you've. <laughs> You've cooked your grilled cheese now, um, but no one just like eats a whole grilled cheese. You cut it, right? But do you cut it up the middle, or do you cut it at an angle, like a maybe a Cameron triangle? Or
0: Tringali? Oh, Tringali?
2: Okay. Oh, I love these dad puns. <laughs> yeah. um, don't worry, I've got one more. Um, Cameron Tringali is plus 300 for a top 30. He was only like like 165 for a top 40, so not a lot of juice there, but I mean, he's playing better. I kind of like that bet. He, he – I don't know. I, it, it's like he, he's, a, he's a nobody. You don't really know much about him. Um, he was roommates with Ricky Fowler for a while, so the golf. Know, that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, but golf uh, nerds know about Cameron Triangle.
2: <laughs> but he, he he plays good sometimes. Like, you'll just he, – he, you never hear of him, never hear of him, never hear, never hear of him. And all of a sudden, he's in contention on Sunday. And it's like, oh, no. Yeah,
1: he creeps, he creeps around that, like, top 30, top 40, like, all the time. And, like, I'll make a run and then, like, have some bogeys and be, like, T25, T30. It, exactly.
2: You see his name kind of, like, pop, pop up towards the front. He makes an appearance and then fades back. But if you're toward the front and fade back not too far, that top 30 comes into play. I kind of like cutting my grilled cheese, my grilled <laughs> cheese Revy into Cameron Triangles. I, I
1: don't disagree with For plus that.
2: 300 that. for top 30, I like it, too. Exactly. Um, all right. So now you've cooked your grilled cheese or your your Daniel burger, uh, either on the grill or in the pan. Um, you've cut it up into Cameron triangles. Now you've got to clean up the kitchen. And where do you wash everything? In the Stewie Stewie sink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm telling you, I like Stewie sink. He's plus 450 for a top 20. Dude's 150 to one to win the thing. I mean, Dude, he's that's crazy. He's he's won this year. I I like the Stewie Stewie Sink bet.
1: He's won twice this year. Give him his due. I old, know. Old Man Golf has won twice this year,
2: and it's a good year for Old men. Yep.
1: I like. Man, it. and
2: he's already won this before. Yeah, I think I might take Stewie Sink a little bit on the one fifty to one to win, just because. I mean, yeah, that's good good numbers. Dude, um, yeah. great numbers. Yeah. But then probably also, you know, the top 10, top 20, I might bet both of those. Um, I don't know. And then maybe I'll hedge and bet, bet him to miss the cut. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, I, I, who, who knows how things play out. However, would you be surprised if he saw Stewie, Stewie Sink? A little bit cause he's an old guy. But would you really be surprised? No. At, he, he's playing in great form right now. And this is a course that he's not going to, you know, be underpowered at.
1: If if you could get the bet that Stewie Stewie Sink leads any of the rounds, I would take that. So, I don't
2: have that, but you can do round one, round two, round three leaders. So, who's going to be leading at the end of those days? So, I guess you could bet, you know, all three of those. Yeah, sure. I don't know how you pick and choose which one.
1: Uh, You just take all three of them.
2: Yeah. Roll the dice, take your chance.
1: Because you only have to hit like one of those one time to cover the rest of your bets.
0: Yeah, and then you can just get a fire at somebody who's maybe got a real chance to win it if it's not.
2: Yeah, the other thing about golf, of course, you get. We, you know, for purposes of of podcasting and and predictions and busting each other's chops, obviously you make all these pre-tournament predictions and bets and stuff like that, and I'll, I, a lot of these I will go throw in. But the best way to bet golf is, is to kind of get a feel for what's going on 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 Thursday, Friday, and kind of see where things are shifting, and then see, you know, who's creeping down somewhere middle of the pack, making a charger, you know, maybe towards the top top quarter. It's like, all right, I, I can get Jordan Spieth with some juice now. Like that, that's the best way to mm-hmm. bet. I, I know you're huge on that, Blano.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's how we did. That's how we did Phil at the uh, at the PGA. Just saw him kind of throwing one together Friday, and it's like that's. You start seeing a guy do that like Matty Wolf there at the at the US Open before he kinda of blew up on Sunday. Um, you just see a guy throwing some darts early and then you then you make the play. Like, for example, if if, if you wanted right now, you know, let's say Justin Thomas is your guy, he's right now at sixteen hundred, but let's say he goes out there and has like a even par first round, maybe two under, and then somehow starts putting a round together on Saturday on moving day, puts himself in contention, you could get him at way less and, and a much, much more profitable price for you with a lot more juice um, on Saturday than you do right now. So you got to kind of watch and, and kind of see the flow of the tournament, you know, for sure.
1: And Maybe. They've got Maybe.
0: Ron at plus seven hundo as the favorite
1: guy. No like doubt. On
0: the that, I, you guys, I mean, does that feel like he's going to go back to back here? Or, no. I, it just seems too tough for me to do it, to pull the trigger with Ron.
1: I mean, you've got to look at the guys. In golf, like if you're going to bet pre tournament look at the guys that are like plus three thousand, plus thirty five hundred to like plus fifty to plus fifty five. Those are the guys who's who are like I don't wanna say no names, but like mm-hmm. not average, average name. household names. They're not average household names, but they're sneaky and they win a lot of tournaments. Like the Harris Englishes of the world or May Larry. C- Colin Moore Coward this week is plus 3,000. 3,
0: that's a bet I'm throwing in right now as we
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: I like that one. And you <laughs> mentioned Harris-, <laughs> Harris English. I mean, Harris English, 6,000 to that's one, one. Yeah, you know, plus 6,000 to win. Like, That's
1: We're a throwing great a 3, bet.
2: That, that's absolutely, I, I would have liked him at a worse number than that. I mean, yeah. Especially after watching him win that playoff in you know, such exhausting fashion, like dude's playing good golf right now. It's the British Open. His last name is English. I mean, it. Absolutely yeah, bulldog rider, man. I like that bet.
0: Yeah, Harris English is a is a real good one. Um, yeah, like you said, I mean, you, you kind of got to get the flow. Watch watch how it's going. Um, I think I think uh, old Alexander near Chicago is an is a guy who could. He could definitely pull his first major off this weekend. Um
2: He just got married.
1: Maybe he's yeah, riding I, a, a, a new, wave. new husband wave. Or he's fucking riding that new husband wave and is exhausted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could
2: be that too. Go on yeah. a wedding. Uh, like, I, then I don't know if, if you go on a honeymoon right before a major. I
1: mean, he definitely was getting it in though. Let's be
2: real. Well... Jamie, all these guys are young millionaires. They're all getting it in.
1: Uh, yeah. I can't I can't know, right. Making this putt is know, what they're
2: doing. Right?
1: right after you get married, come on. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe not. Ball, you, ball and ball probably hole probably for sure. Yeah. Kid, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the rest <laughs> of us <this> regular folk. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. So I like Ricky Fowler this week. To win top ten, top twenty, you name it. I'm gonna throw a few bets on Ricky Fowler, but Ricky uh, Ricky actually I like, like Ricky
0: plus six thousand six hundred to win it. I like same that. as Will Delatoris, like by the way.
2: I like Ricky over
0: Will. I, I think Ooh, no way. Yeah, Dude, Rick... actually Alex, let's play a game here. Ricky over this person. All right. All right. Get the cat to finish, to finish this thing off. You go Ricky over Phil,
2: and who's going to finish better on Sunday this, this week? Who finishes better, Ricky over Phil? Yes.
1: No. Okay. No. I wouldn't either.
0: Ricky over Ricky over your boy Harris English.
2: I mean, I could see Harris English winning, but I, no BS. I could also see Ricky winning this thing. Rick, Ricky over Victor Hovland.
0: No chance, Victor
2: Hovland. I mean, if I'm like, if you're giving you me that bet, if you're, if you're a giving me a
0: ago,
2: if you me that bet with even money, like I have to take Victor Hovland just because that is such better value. But I think Ricky is is a little beat down right now by not making it to the U.S. Open. I think that you know that probably was a bit of a a shock to him, and he handled it well. I mean, kudos to the guy trying to Monday qualify and and not making it and still signing autographs and stuff. Like, Ricky Fowler, certified good guy. Um, No question. But I think this is, like, his little bounce-back week. I'm telling you. I think – I don't know. He's he's not going to go out and, like, lead day one, but he's going to be around – do a little bit better on Friday, obviously make the cut, Saturday, kind of throw around together, get into contention, and be one of the names in that top three, top five going into Sunday. And then what happens then, who knows? But I mean he's 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 gonna be back. Everyone's gonna be is Ricky back? Is Ricky back? <laughs> Ricky's gonna be back after this week.
1: And if Ricky honestly, what is possible if Ricky's like first round or second round leader, I'd take that bet over him winning it. Yeah, that. I mean a yeah, first-round, second-round leader.
0: A resurgence of Ricky, though, this weekend,
1: is what you're calling for.
2: I'm calling for a resurgence of Ricky, and I think if I was going to have like, I'll, – I'll sprinkle a little bit on him to win, but probably <laughs> – let, let me see what his numbers were again. He was – uh, yeah, plus 600 for a top 10. I like that. Um, yeah, I, Ricky Dickey top 10. I'm in on that.
1: Top five in the world over Ricky Dicky
2: No, nah, Ricky Dicky
1: I'm
2: taking P Reed. <laughs> I am. I mean, P P Reed can definitely play good. Poulter yeah. over Ricky. Give me Ricky.
1: If Ricky had been, if Ricky's had been in form in actual golf round and like PGA Tour. It'd be one thing, but Ricky hasn't played well at all lately.
0: The resurgence.
2: It's the resurgence. I i don't know why. <laughs> I'm just telling you That's where my feeling, brain's right now. The, the,
0: orange, the orange is going to rise up this week.
2: Dude, he played in ten opens, made the cut in nine, and three top tens. He adds a fourth this week.
0: I like it, but – I, I mean, don't know the, if I'm the, with the you, The only though. way
2: he's even playing this week is because he finished six, like, two years ago. I mean, he's, you know, on an break when
0: he does any other major, though, Cat, that's a good point.
2: He plays good there. He's for, played well for, the longer, for the longest time, he played good in majors in general. There was one year where he was top five in all four majors. Um, well, granted, that was a while ago. He, he That's kind of fallen <laughs> off since, obviously. But, you
1: know, he's really? back. No, <laughs> Hey,
0: I, I've got a sneaky name out there, and I love the way it's pronounced. And I can't wait to hear him announce announce his name when he's on the tee. Christian Ben I think he's a top top five guy this weekend potentially. He's played well at all the majors this this year.
1: Uh don't disagree with you, blanket.
2: I'm not I gonna do. lie. I don't even know who the hell that is. Christian Ben <laughs>
0: Christian Bezenhut. I love it because every time he goes to a major, team, like then the next next week, it was like really even slower. Like it was like Christian Bezaitnhoop, like they they don't know how to pronounce it, so they say it. They try and get it out really quickly or really <laughs> loudly, so they can't. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. Was like, oh, it don't
1: know what to do right now with my <laughs> He's hands. a
0: twenty-seven-year-old South African cat. He's only played in one Open, um, but did pretty well this year at the PGA, uh, and I believe played pretty well as well at the US Open.
2: I mean just the fact that he's got you know a couple major starts under his belt and has played good in them it's you know the whole shock of playing players. in a major. It, yeah, I mean, you know, Will Zalatoris he's still a young guy, but by this point if he's in contention on Sunday at the Open, he's been there done that. So, you know, that shouldn't be don't get me wrong. That would still be freaking nerve wracking for anybody. I mean, I don't care who you are.
1: <laughs> like I, I, I just wouldn't a regular sleep regular tournament, let alone a major.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I, I get antsy the night before going to just you know play the local muni. I, I can't imagine laying there with you know a league going into Sunday.
1: How um, you, yeah. how much sleep do you get? Do you get any?
2: I, I think you might doze off for an hour or two here and there, off and on. You but I mean, be cool. I mean. Yeah, no, you're de- the good thing is you're not teeing off till like, 2 the next day. So, you know, you can kind of sleep in the next morning if you need to. But my guess is as soon as that sun comes up, I'm just going to be piddling around the house with, you know, <laughs> a wedge in my hand just, I don't know, staying busy. I'm
1: trying to do something to occupy it, your brain. Yeah, I mean, think about that. You wake up on
2: Sunday morning, the leader going off in the final round, and you've got to just sit around and wait all day. <laughs> and, I mean – Oh, that would be the longest <laughs>
0: morning. Great players that are starting to throw rounds together. Probably, if you're even if you're even
2: watching that,
0: like if you're paying attention, if that's, that's your style,
1: you start it's like seeing the, that. Like...
0: You're like, oh shit, what do I have to go out here and do today? Yeah, yeah. you
2: start seeing these other big names, and you start seeing the scores they're posting. And you're like, oh, there's low rounds out there today. Like now, you're playing middle games with yourself before you ever even step foot on the practice range. Like telling yourself what number you need to hit. And those guys are good enough. They can probably tell themselves what number they need to hit and then, you know, go do it. But uh, I don't know, man. That would just – it's no wonder you see you guys blow up on Sunday. I, mean, do you I even think they're good enough to do
0: it look- before Sunday and before all the pressure and before being on amazing courses probably. But when you throw that into it, my bad, Jamie. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, you're good, buddy. I was just going to say, do you even, like, watch the coverage in the morning? Do you sit there and get that thought into your head of, like, oh, there's, there's a round out there today? Or do you just, does like, do you do other things to, so like, not even... Would it help you,
0: though, knowing there's a round out there if you're supremely confident in how you've been playing?
1: I don't know. Because get that like good
0: people. mental thought yeah. going?
1: I think it depends <laughs> on how, much of, how much of a lead do you have. Like, can you just... What are you eating this? for breakfast, sir? I'm when not. I, I'm too nervous to. eat. What are you talking yeah, about eating? Yeah. What's breakfast? Like I might have. You gotta eat something, though, right? They don't. No. <laughs> I mean, I because, just because, like, you're still able to eat a lunch. Like, it's not like you're not going to have fuel for the day if you skip out on that breakfast. Like,
2: my man. guess is I would just be walking around like. I'd probably be snacking, just grazing something in the kitchen here and there, go sit back down, watch a little bit of coverage, get back up and go pace around somewhere else. Uh, I mean, yeah, ideally I probably wouldn't watch much. And then, you know, your caddy would be fully aware of everything that's going on. And he can, you know, make me hip to the fact if I need to be. But yeah, exactly. I think it, well, like know, maybe how yeah.
0: the whole plan maybe potentially Or, you know what, so, Damien, you brought this up about what's your lead. And what, yeah. how, how close is the rest of the field with you? Like, is it a really compacted field? Or is, have you really grinded and the rest of the field's been falling apart all week? Like, I think those do those definitely have to play factors into what you're what you're doing on Sunday morning at that point in time.
2: It'd be fun to find out what I'd do in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no That's shit, been, right? Dude, <laughs> it would be fun.
1: Goals to just playing one tour event.
2: That'd be yeah. so crazy. It's
0: pretty, pretty cool pretty cool to know to know we know some people that have done it too
2: I'll be honest I would be such a head case even if I was playing in, in the John Deere classic and you know I went off early and there was no TV cameras on me and there's only a few spectators out there walking the course just the fact that I'm in that tournament and you know in the locker room with all these guys and names you know and stuff I i'd be so nervous my butt would be so tight i couldn't cut a fart yeah i mean i don't know how hey granted those guys do it week in week out so i mean that, that's just they're we, normal
1: but
0: you, like... like you get that way even playing those courses even without even having the the ropes there i don't Knowing know it, that's how awesome those places are
1: <laughs> you you say that cat but like if you've gotten to that level of like you've made it to a pga tour event like you probably have a mental game that's a little stronger than, like, a puckered butthole in the first tee. Like, that first (laughs) tee ball is definitely going to be tough. Like, I might kill somebody. Like, there's a (laughs) spectrum right there. But after that, like, once you're off the tee, it'd be a piece of cake. You're right.
2: And and those guys have played, you know, tournament golf their entire lives from AJGA up through college golf. And then, you know, whether it's mini tours or whatever else after that, I mean, they've been – they're used to playing a tournament golf, um, so that probably is a lot more normal to them, and probably why wow. they foreign to us. Because you know, ninety-nine percent of the golf we play is just that with buddies.
1: Um, Those random when we get wild hairs up our ass to try to go claw I feel like the state am or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, that uh, man. I don't know, and, and to, to that point, even when I haven't had to that camp- wild hair. <laughs> but even when we used to do that, Jamie, I, I would sit up the night before, you know, the West Virginia amateur qualifier and, and would sit there and, like, just rack my brain. Not trying to. Just you're trying to go to sleep and you're, like, well, I don't know, thinking about your golf swing, thinking about the holes, thinking about,
1: Oh, fuck the golf you know. swing. Just, like, think about, visualize. Like, you got to visualize the hole and, like, what kind of shot you're going to play and just, like, sit there and play it in your mind, like, Oh, I'm going to aim at that left-hand bunker and hit a nice little cut off that first tee and then I'm going to hit a nice little fade in there and off the second tee so forth and so on like
0: and then the variable, variables you get on the greens and
1: that you never
2: know what you might get back there.
1: I mean, those those guys the greens they're putting on and they don't have to worry about any of that.
2: No, yeah, there is no variables there and you know they know what to expect going into it, and they probably have the green cut in their backyard at their house, you know, to the same stamp. Um yeah, like, you, you're. They're just at such a different level,
1: different game, different. I mean, it, it it's the same game, but it's not. Like, it's crazy to me. That, like, I talked to the guy who's on the Corn Fairy tour, and like. he's a real good golfer. Like, he's made cuts. Like, the level between him and people who have, like, permanent status on, like, the Corn Fairy Tour is just, like, a whole different level. And then, like, from the Corn Fairy to, like, the scrubs on the PGA is just, like, another step up. And, like, it's crazy the difference in talent even between the pros themselves.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean,
0: isn't a lot of that yeah. mental games themselves as well amongst the pros as to which ones are the strongest, really? Because they do I, have I a lot a, of talent.
1: I think it's mental, but it's also like just who's going to go low that day, really? When Especially if you're trying to Monday qualify when guys are out there shooting 62, 63. Like, yeah, you could go out there and play real good golf, shoot 66, and miss it. He said he's, he shot 66 in a tournament and walked to his car because he knew he'd already, he didn't shoot low enough. I was like, that's
2: <laughs> lunacy. That, that really
1: is. That is crazy. Yeah, I shot 66 today, and I'm going to walk straight to my car because I don't have a shot. Yeah, okay. that's... What?
2: <laughs> Again, just a, a totally different game that you can't fathom. Yeah.
1: It's just I don't I don't know like how you shoot that low on like the reg. like
2: I... it, it's very repeatable swings. It's you've got to be confident because golf is so mental, and then yeah. you got to be able to talk so yourself have... up or talk yourself down, down necessary. Down. <laughs> I, I think I Blaine I did like what you were saying there about like you know. All those guys have talent. I mean, they've all played golf their entire lives. They have country club built swings that are, are, are you know, not this loose timing based swing I have, but a very mechanical, repeatable process. Some, that's some of them. I mean, not
1: necessarily true. No, but, I mean, I mean, some of them swing sort of,
2: their own swing.
1: Yeah, Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, but but he,
2: he's you know he's the anomaly out there. Most of those guys are country club rats that you know have have
1: have had instructors since since they were like five years old Uh, old. exactly (laughs) and have
2: just you know this beautiful repeatable swing every time um so you know dug
1: it out the dirt
2: assuming that everybody is a really good golfer and all of those guys even the mini tour guys i mean they can go out and shoot something in the low 60s from time to time but yeah i think it is mental that kind of differentiates everybody else there just like
0: i mean it's it, mental yeah. because they're all getting checks from, from sponsors. I mean, they're all that good. Like, to some to some extent, they're all that level talented talent where someone's paying them to wear their shit.
2: Yeah. And, and it's not even so much like, you know, mental, like mm-hmm. I, I don't need to know what my score is because then my butt gets tight. I mean, again, all those guys have played good golf forever. They know without looking at their scorecard <laughs> where they're at you know yeah. course management. it's it's course management it's it's not blowing up whenever you catch a bad break it's not nope. letting it's, the c- camera shutter from the spectator behind you totally just wreck your entire hole for that bug on the ball
1: man- yeah. managing the big numbers yeah.
2: yeah it is so funny how you see these guys and like you know there's a person in a white shirt 350 yards away and they're moving behind the green can you tell them to stop please it's like come on man Ow. Like, Ow.
1: Come on. ain't gonna bother
2: you. Yeah, come on. Like I, I hate that shit. I, no, I really do. Shame, shame. like
1: that. Do all the time.
2: Oh, you do see it all the time. Uh, I mean, it, it. How that bothers you? But then you know you're on number one, and, and there's just people lined up all the way down the left and right, right side of the fairway. Um,
1: yeah. I, I don't know. People are ridiculous. Who's getting the uh, weather? We're alert. getting a test here. Oh, uh, we're just it is the
0: monthly test.
1: Monthly oh. test.
0: You know, you got to pay more attention in the summer.
2: I feel like you do. You never um, know. turn this down now. <laughs> you, never, you never know. Uh, Fingers crossed. That didn't wake up the tiny beast back
1: here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, boys,
0: we're good. We're still snoozing. Oh, there you go, there you go. Hey, i asked this because the horn just played. How do you guys, and there might there might be some weather delays out there this week too, how do you try and kind of play through the weather delay? Had to deal with that this past Saturday and ended up playing better afterwards, but, man, it was kind of it was kind of exhausting sitting there waiting because you didn't know if you were going to get back and you didn't know if it was going to be car pass only or not. It was just a little bit of a mess there for about an hour, um, and it was coming down hard, like – how do you stay in that mental game? Buddy? You know,
1: it's tough. And it is. It's just tough. Like you know, it's going to be a grind after that. You just have to accept it that it's going to be a grind.
2: And, and I think the other thing is you just accept you're going to sit there and wait for a minute, and it's out of your control. So get a hot dog, get a drink, do whatever. Just
0: didn't chill have concessions. <laughs> was disappointed. No food at Riviera there during the during the uh, during the
2: delay yeah so that yeah makes it a little bit tougher but surely you had a beverage on hand
0: oh yeah i had had a few high names you know, okay.
1: never knew,
0: knew coming out we were gonna get to play 12 and that just sets up the mass swing beautifully so I was like yes let's we'll, we'll be good to go
1: i think that that's it you have to take like the somehow you have to find like the positive in the situation and like stay mentally like okay with the with the the cards that you're dealt.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, if you don't have anywhere to be, you're not pressed for time, just chill. settle in, hang out, and chill.
1: Yeah. Twitter yeah. your thumbs. I mean, especially if, like, if there's lightning and stuff, it's one thing, like, but if it's just, like, a hard downpour, like, go chip around. Go go putt. Do something.
2: Yeah, yeah if, it, if, if it's not lightning, throw on, the rain, throw on the rain pants and get back out
1: there. Exactly. <laughs> They're gonna be wearing some
0: rain pants this week. That's for sure. Although the weather does not does not show that it's supposed to rain much. Over I don't necessarily believe it, but that's what it's saying.
2: That's what I pulled it up earlier, and it was looking like you know, kind of calm mid seventies during the day, fifties at night. Like, it, actually, it was kind of nice.
0: Well, like, oh, yeah. You can handle that.
2: You go play yeah. over there right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, yeah. I hope I hope that's not the case because I mean. Just uh, like at the U.S. The one Open, one where you want to see everyone shooting in the 80s. At the British Open, you want to see stakes bending sideways in this gale force winds and, like, just miserable conditions. The perfect British Open
0: is you wake up at, like, about six 6.30 on a Thursday morning and it's just pissing over there. And, the, and like you said, the flags are stiff. And you're just sitting there and you're like, yep, I've got a whole day of being able to watch this. Watch mm-hmm. these guys absolutely struggle like you do on the rag out there at the media
2: i tell you that the way that you can totally not ruin, but take away from a British Open or an Open, um, is if you get that big weather on Sunday and then they go out and play early to try to beat the weather and then you have to watch it on tape delay later and it's just like the timing doesn't match up. Like If you're not watching it live, it feels like you're it's, already being cheated. The, yeah, oh, yeah. the, I hate well, the it, tape delay. Can you imagine
0: the tape delay when it's over there? I mean that means you almost. I mean you're looking at they're playing like two or three, and you know NBC's not losing that money, so yeah, yeah it's difficult yeah, I mean. it's Difficult. We'll get the, yes. we'll get the old NBC crew again this week, which would be kind of nice. So we'll have to find Peacock again, but at least it's mainly golf networks this time, not as much uh, worry with the old Peacock this time, which is which is good. You know, I know we all we all had to use each other's Peacocks and whatnot there to, to try and uh, make it through. Let's let's get let's get picked and let's head out, let's head out of here, man. What who do you, Jarver? Uh, you run with Ricky.
2: <laughs> so I do like Ricky. Um, I, so one more kind of off the wall pick that I like. So Zach Johnson had to withdraw. <coughs> um, his alternate the, that Zach Johnson out. Ross Fisher in. Um, Ross Fisher five wins on the Euro Tour. T15 last week at Scottish Uh, I've got homeboy definitely doing the top 20 and also the top 40 Um, I don't know what his odds are because he just got added into it so they don't have him even on my book yet but (laughs) I imagine he's going to have some really good juice I see homeboy in the top 20 for sure So Ross Ross Fisher taking advantage of of an exemption or not an exemption but uh, a withdrawal again as an alternate uh, Ricky getting in on exemption. I'm gonna keep that one rolling. I'm gonna do him to win, then probably a top 10 as well. Um, Harris English to win the thing. I could see that in a heartbeat. I kind of love the yeah. Harris English to win it thing. Yeah, I could see that. I, I like this guy, Guido Migliozzi, just I like his name. Guido,
0: um, he hits um, the ball now, too. Does he? Yeah, I remember I watching know. him at the uh, at the US Open a little bit. Uh, and he played well there on, on Sunday as well. old Guido. Yeah, <laughs> seeing, the fancy seeing,
2: seeing his name there and being like, okay, that's a funny name. Um, and, yeah, then I saw him one here. He's got plus 550 for a top 20. So, hey, I think that's worth 10 bucks. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go with Ross Fisher, Ricky Fowler, Harris English, and Stewie Sink. All those guys were going to get a top 10 and a top 20 bet. Probably Ricky to win, or Harris English to win, and then Louis Ustason. Ooh,
1: Louis. I like Louis. Uh, I like. He that. obviously yeah.
2: played good at PGA. It's a good year for old guys. Uh, I don't know. Would anybody be surprised if he won? Absolutely not. I think yeah. we haven't talked about him, which is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I've got him. Tw- plus 2,500 to win, plus 230 for a top 10. Not a lot of juice in the top 10. Um, I do like that bet, though. So, yeah, I'll probably go with both those. But, yeah, let's take Louie. Louie, Ricky, Ross Fisher, and then Stewie, Stewie, Sink. Stewie, Stewie, Sink. Jamie, what what you got, buddy?
1: Uh, some dark horses that I think definitely probably top Definitely cat's top 40 bats. Like Those are locked. Oh, <laughs> <that's just>, awesome. <laughs> we just lock these in. Uh, I, I keep seeing this name, but Keegan Bradley Ooh. The reason feels real sneaky this week. I don't know why.
2: You've seen his name pop up a couple times this year, too.
1: That's what ah. I'm saying. But so I'm thinking of at least for that top 20, maybe. I don't know about like an outright win, but a Dark Horse top 20 maybe sneaks into the top 10. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I like uh, it. A Jason Cockrack. Oh, okay. Bet Nordiga. Yeah. has won this year. Plays well in the win. Is actually Action Network's 19th ranked dude. As far as their like, statistical analysis, on so like there's wow. six six things to look for. Mm-hmm. Plus 10,000. He's plus 10,000. Like mm.
0: uh, I'm a little bit on that now. I kind of like, like hair, that one.
1: A 10 doll hair is like on the off chance. Yeah, I kind of uh, like it. And, and my last dark horse, I'll, I'll say real quick before favorites, is a Matty Fitzpatrick. I was like, ah, is he really a dark horse? But at plus 4,000, played well in the Scottish. Yeah, T2,
2: lost in the playoff last week.
1: Also, another betting arty guy.
2: Very true.
0: Racking him up over there. They're Man, you
2: freaking. can get him plus 600 for a top five, plus 400 for a pl- uh, top 10. Woo. Woo. I kind of like that. That's intriguing. That's real intriguing
1: short knocker awards going to Brian Harmon, probably going to play well. Might as well throw that top 20 in. Harrison. like top lefty. I think my better household name that I'm going to go with this week is Colin Morikawa. I like it.
2: Yeah, that's a good pick. And didn't you guys say he was still getting, he was like Plus two thousand or something like that? Plus Thirty five. Oh of You're course we're running. getting three thousand Jamie. Uh Go,
1: thank you. I mean he's he's fifth in total strokes, T to green in windy conditions. Uh that's probably a good thing in this. He's first in ball striking, which since it's a shorter course, like approach shots are definitely gonna be a, more of uh advantage, and he's and he is number one in strokes gains approached in the past 24 rounds. Like,
0: Who's <laughs> 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 hmm. all add up. that up? He was... has the pedigree of being a major champion already.
1: This seems like a pretty good uh, recipe for a win to me. Yeah. yeah. did yeah. all that bad
0: this past weekend either. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like Colin Mortau as well. I've already, I, like you said, I already put a, threw him in there as we were talking about him being that love. Um, I like Scotty Shefflin as a sleeper this week. I don't know if you say sleeper, but I think if he's got what it takes to finally win this, to win a major. Um, I kind of like Westwood um, up in there. We talked about the Zayden Hoot. Uh, really kind of intrigued to see what kind of comes from the Zayden Hoot this week. I think he's just been playing really well. you got Gary Woodland down here in that same range as uh, as Guido. Um, Gary Woodland hasn't played bad. Martin Timmer way down there at the bottom of the list. Russell Henley's been playing pretty well. And he's a plus 12,500. So I think I wouldn't be – be, I'm betting more that the winner's going to come from down at the bottom of this list and in the middle of this list than I do the top unless it ends up being, you know, a guy – of the pedigree of, like, a calm workout who's kind of somehow seemingly down toward the bottom of this list. For some reason, John Rahm is just such an overwhelming favorite right now, which I don't necessarily know if I agree with. Do you guys agree with that, with him being this overwhelming of a favorite? I mean, even over Rory at plus 1,400 and Brooks 16. And then Spieth. I don't know why Spieth is so high up there this week either. Does anybody else understand that?
2: The Spieth one, I don't understand. Um, the Ron one, yeah. I mean, I kind of do. He's he's playing better than anybody else in the world right now. I mean, he's I coming think. off a win. He he should have won by Mao uh, at Meerfield. Um, sure, sure. you know, he I saw his name earlier, I don't know where it was, but he finished somewhere in like the top 10 last week at the Scottish. Yeah, um, well, uh, yeah. Now, nah, I mean, I, I don't like betting John Rom pre tournament just because there's not a whole lot of juice there. It's like I don't know. It's kind of well, a waste.
1: 50, like it's a waste.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like there's just so much better value elsewhere. That there's, said.
1: Yeah, there's too much. Yeah, he can for...
2: absolutely win this. He's definitely the favorite.
1: <sighs> yeah, I guess. Oh, I think
0: the favorite, but is he is he a favorite by almost you know two to one against like Rory and Brooks and those guys? I'm not yeah. sure he's that overwhelming a favorite.
1: Yeah, I don't need that's
2: probably... Vegas, Vegas must think so, and they're. Usually pretty good. That's
1: true, and, and he
0: has been playing very, very well.
1: They're pretty good for them in in most sports. In golf, mm, I don't know about that. Like, how often do the favorites win? Not that often.
2: Not that often. But I bet there's a whole lot less people that are going to throw money on him at seven hundred than there would have been if they had him at at you know plus a thousand or plus twelve hundred or something like that. Absolutely. And, yeah, and Vegas is like you know. Like, a 752 low, probably. But he's also, you know, according to whatever statistics they run or whatever, you know, things they mock up, like, he obviously must be the overwhelming favorite going into this because yeah, they're scared to death to have the public betting on him.
1: I mean, for for the Action Network's, like, statistics, he, he's, he would be third. Justin Thomas and Brooks Cupcake finish higher in, like, their rankings, um...
2: Justin Thomas is one we haven't haven't said, but I mean, I could absolutely see him winning. One hundred percent, Jarve. I mean, I, I
0: think I'd rather get him a little bit later on
2: than right now. I, I agree. Sixteen hundreds are not a bad price though at all. No, it's really not. Um, but but to your point from earlier, Blaine, he's going to go out and shoot something around even par on day one, maybe yeah. one or two under on um, you know Friday, and then. It's usually Saturday when he's kind of figured the course out. It's like he, like, grinds along, figures out his swinger, figures out the course, and then goes out and fires something, you know, low mid-60s. On low, summer, low on numbers. numbers. Yeah. 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 I do well, like the I'm, Justin Thomas bet, though.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny, though, because everyone – that meme of him uh, saying everyone to clear off, and then he hits it, like, and the club goes farther than the ball that was going around this weekend. He still overcomes that to do as well as he did this weekend. That's the Scottish Open. So, Justin Thomas' game might be in the right place to win this thing, And it would only be his second major as we talked about last time. Like, we view him as being this better and more accomplished player, but yet, you know, he only has one major. And and so, and only, John Rahm only has one. So, like, it's kind of like some of these guys that we view as being these elite, elite guys, they don't have as many majors as we think they do. So, they're definitely hungry at this point. Let's keep Brooks away from five.
2: That's all we really need to care about this week, right? So, how about this? You can do Brooks to miss the cut plus 400. I'm taking it all day.
1: For Brooks to miss it? Brooks misses the cut this week. Mm, That's probably – I'd probably take that. Not awful.
2: (sighs) When's the last time he played? The Open? Probably
1: PGA. The U.S. Open cat?
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I think he's only played twice those two tournaments, right?
2: I guess he's not playing a lot week in, week out right now.
1: Oh. Yeah, because he had, cause he had a, that knee or whatever.
2: Yeah, because he's too cool for the regular tournaments. He only shows up for the majors.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Majors.
1: Brooks Douchebag Cupcake.
0: Good old, old Douchebag Cupcake. Well, I think that's that's a great way to end it because let's hope that we, he doesn't have and. Maybe somebody that we, we do like does, you know, and it'll be, it'll always be fun to get up at 4 a.m. and watch a little golf.
2: It will. And we also have, like, the most exciting first tee announcer ever, whenever they bring these guys up, and it's like, "Knock to the tee, Brooks Kepka.
0: It's an Alpha Mario game like right this.
2: That's what he sounds. Like. It used to be a guy. Here's some golf nerdom. It used to be a guy named Igor Robson that did that. Now they have somebody else who tries to sound like Igor Robson, uh, but oh, Igor retired. It was a career. No, well long ago, right? What is it?
0: Wasn't that long ago? was it? like maybe a couple of years?
2: Yeah, I think it was just a couple of years ago. Was his last year doing it? Um, the guy they have now, I mean, he still has a lovely British accent and tries to sound like Igor Robson, but he's just not quite as good. Next up uh, to G, Ricky Fowler.
0: I the Yeah, it's. I can't wait for him to save the Zaden Cannot oh. wait. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, that would be, be a good
0: one, or guys. Let's hope we enjoy this uh, British the British Open. Oh, they're going to get in trouble. Going to get in trouble for that one. The Open Championship, um, yeah. you know, rule of St George's. Is... World St so George
2: from Sandwich, England signing off now so like that